When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park. Working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than An Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate. Bringing people and property together in our communities. Oh, he's certainly more than an athlete, and it's been far too long since we have caught up with our mate. He's a father, he's a punter, a part-time horse farmer, and definitely a mentor to many, including his English test cricket side, which are playing with a zest and responsibility to make sure the red ball game lives on and is played the right way. Baz McCullum used to love the early alarms and... Well, promise me the world, but uh, ditch me while a better <laughs> offer was opportune came to came to fruition. But that's okay. I still love him. How you doing, Bez? <laughs> Good morning. What a lovely <laughs> intro. I think. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're good, mate. But. Um, just trying to come up with names for, for nicknames for Izzy because Kempi's got a bit of dilemma at home. His daughter's called Izzy and he kept yelling at the to- uh, the TV when Pung was racing, go Izzy, go Izzy, and his daughter came out and said, I thought you were talking to me. So we're trying to come up with a, with a new nickname for myself. What do you got, Bez? You've got plenty. Uh, I've got I've got plenty, but none which can actually be said on air about it. Can I? <laughs> like, not without sort of incriminating uh, is he in it yeah. what about Dagger's fine isn't it what's wrong with Dagger yeah Dagger Dagger's yeah. really good Dagger is really good hey Baz obviously last night um, we had Pungal racing and um, yeah, it wasn't uh, the result we were after but what your thoughts on Pungal uh, I thought he ran quite well actually I reckon he might be he might be more of a um, more of a chaser as a horse so he might be better ridden cold is to get him back in the field yeah. a little bit and then just let him switch off, and then let him have a dart down the uh, down the outside, or pick his path and, and go for it. But well, I thought he ran well. Actually, he should have finished fifth. So to finish third, I know. I mean, we're we're on the nose, not on the tail, so we can get paid. But you know, I thought third third was a pretty good result. He's a good horse. He's gonna he'll have his time. Don't worry. Yeah. Keep the faith, as they say. Keep the faith. Good mm. work. That's right. Hey, talking about one that's come that come with a, a late run. Just talk about defibrillator, Baz, and uh, being chopped up. I, I thought that was the unluckiest run of the day. 
Yeah, it was pretty gutting, wasn't it? When you sort of think Group 1 racing, you need a few things to go your way. Um, I thought he... Uh, the the great thing about Defibrillate, like he's, he's a hardened horse, you know. He's been in Australia. He's mm. raced against the best. He was one and a half lengths off the winner in the Australian Cup. He's come back here. He's won a Group 1. He's had an awesome season. Um, this was kind of his grand final for this year. And the horse presented well. He was rock hard fit. He was ready to go. And just as he was about to sort of let down, um, he kind of got... He got knocked over, and he's lucky. We're very, very lucky, actually. We've still got a horse. I thought he could have gone down. Yeah. And, yeah. What did they uh, say, Bears? If it wasn't for the riding skills of Warren Kennedy, I think he probably would have gone down. So we're, we're just happy to walk away with the horse. Did the, did the race callers or the racing industry come and say anything about that, that moment? I know the Pro-S uh, 1v2 was kind of, um, you know, went and, and debated about, but did they d- debate anything back in the field with the foot rate? No, not really. I mean, it's pretty hard in it because it's, it is Group One racing, so it's very competitive. And I thought Pro S was, yeah. was super as well. I don't think you know we may not have beaten. Well, I don't think we would have beaten her, but she she looks extra. Um, but yeah. you know, you just need a bit of luck, and if you don't get it, then then unfortunately those Group Ones are hard to win. So yeah, he'll be back though. We've had a good season with him, and and he'll be back and looking forward to it. So yeah, got another. Well, we know nice what you've been up to. Yeah, that's what oh, I want to head into, Bears. You, you've been, you've been, you know, you've been, you've been at all the bloody, you've been at all the, the race. Um, what are they called? Uh, the sales. You've been at all the sales. You've been at all the sales. So, what does McCallum's stable look like at the moment? A few young ones is a few young ones, <laughs> and, and looking forward to bringing them through. Had another one of our uh, horses we bought it at Caracas this year arrived yesterday, which is all very exciting. You see them sort of, you buy them at the sales and then, you know, you do all your homework and then you get them back to your house and you sort of watch them grow and develop and then you go through the process of getting them broken in, broken in and then obviously sent off to trainer who for us is going to be Graham Richardson, our, our neighbour and very good trainer and trainer of defibrillate. Um, so yeah, all very exciting, but you've just got to be patient. They say in the, in the racing game, you've got to make haste slowly. <laughs> And I think that's one of the reasons why I love love the racing game as well, because it does slow you down a little bit. Yeah, it, it certainly does. Uh, hey, Baz, we've got, to, you know, obviously listeners coming out of Australia, they're keen for you to get there. We've got Mark coming with a question here, and he says, how do you think the Poms will do against the Aussies? What, in the Ashes, you, are you allowed to say anything? We'll see. <laughs> he's, he's, there you go, Mark. There you go. You got the answer. <laughs> How's it all tracking, Baz? Like this, this, this run that you're having with the, you know, we're talking about it all the time on here, and the run that you're having with the English team, and I uh, mate, great, great second test with the the Black Caps getting up with that last ball, doing that twice. Um, I know you'd be happy for them as well. But what's it like becoming the father figure of English cricket? <laughs> oh, Kempi, honestly, we're we're having a great time, mate. Like, when we set out on on the kind of the campaign when Skipper and I took over um, the, the English English Test side, you know, for us it was about it wasn't just about trying to play cricket. It was about trying to bring some real relevance to Test cricket. And, and you don't want to preach that stuff, but you just want to you want to live it daily. And for us, you know, there's times where you make decisions which they may. It may end up in success or it may end up in failure, but you've got to stay true to those beliefs which you set out on your campaign with. And, you know, we, we've got a kind of mantra within our team that that, um, that others may be better than us, but none are going to be braver. And I think that's quite a nice 
a nice point for us that we're prepared to to do things differently to try and win games. And it's not always going to be the case. Um, but I think in the end, the game kind of benefits. And we're, uh, the, the way the guys have played has been... You know, I'm very lucky. I, I get the privilege of being able to have one of the best seats in the house to watch these guys go about their work. And, and they are such talented players. And, and what they've been able to do over the last nine, ten months to the game of cricket worldwide has been pretty inspirational. So... Yeah, very fortunate to be in the position I'm in, and and uh, and I think we're just getting started. We'll find out. The Ashes is going to be a a massive series. Um, you know the 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 eyeballs which will be on on that series oh, and, and the crowds wait. that we get. It's going to be it's going to be huge, and that's such a great test of where we're at. How we are we prepared to stay true to to what we've said we're going to do, and under the biggest um, the biggest microscope, and that's the exciting thing from my point of view because it gives us an opportunity. Yeah, so I know you wouldn't, you won't change much, but like this is enormous in terms of cricket. The the eyes that will be on us. We've all watched the Ashes. You would have watched Ashes. You've done everything in cricket, but you've never been a part of an Ashes series. So you, right now, the main focus you got Ireland before you take on the Australians back home, mate. Like, do you, do you head into this with a a different mindset, or do you keep it the same? Because we know like what's I on offer keep for, it for England. If anything is, I reckon you keep it, you make it even more simple. I've always sort of found that the more on the line, the more simplistic your messaging and, and your game plan should be, because otherwise, all you do there's enough there's enough uncertainty and insecurities in the game anyway, particularly when you add that layer of pressure. So everything yeah. we've tried to do is get to to be able to handle pressure as best we can and to be totally present in the moment so that you can make good decisions regardless of how much is on the line. And that, and that's that'll be the message for us right throughout is forget, well, not forget, embrace what how big a deal the Ashes is, but you, we've got ourselves in a position where we're ready to play this style of cricket, and just because there's more on the line, we shouldn't we shouldn't differ from that. We should double down on it mm. and, and really sort of play the, the style that gives us the most amount of satisfaction and ultimately the greatest opportunity. So, look, who knows? if Australia may be better than us, and that's okay too, because I know that if that is the case, then it's going to be one hell of a series to watch um, because I, I do believe our boys will, will, will play well and, and will play the same style that we've played over the last eight, nine months. Selections, mate. You've got, honestly, you're oozing talent out of that side. You've got a couple of fast bowlers that are making return. You've got a batsman, and Johnny Bairstow. So you've got really good cavalry that are coming through. Like When you're selecting a team, will it be based on, on conditions, style, fatigue? How do you go about it? Well, that's right. You, you bang on with the players that we've got coming back. We've got such a a huge um, pool of talent now to choose from, and, and with a bit of luck, mm-hmm. everyone will be fit as well. And you know that that is always difficult to make selection decisions, but that's you know that's what your gig is as well. And you're not going to get them all right. In fact, you probably cock a few of them up, but you just hope you get more <laughs> right than, than than you get than you cock up. So I think in the end, the, the good thing from our point of view is that. Um, we've got guys who are desperate to be a part of this side and and who are, are prepared to um, you know to bring their best game to the table day in day out and and uh, I think the thing about Test cricket is not only I mean everyone sees the Ashes as such a huge series but the game itself has been under pressure for a little while so you there's T20 franchises there's money has flooded into the game all around the world the opportunities for players everywhere is so vast now that you need to make the game of Test cricket attractive, not just 
through how you play, but also the fun that you have. And, and that's the one thing we've tried to do is make sure that the guys are having a great deal of fun. And then when you get guys who are desperate to be a part of that team because they want to, they want to, they they see how much fun you're having in the style of cricket you're playing. Um, then their talent can come out when that moment arises. So we've got huge selection um, discussions to have, but whatever happens, um, you know, I, we know we're going to walk into that series with a really good squad. Hey, Bez, have you have you been able to put your finger on the the major difference between being in the Black Cap structure and the current structure that you're working with within the English? Uh not really, Kenty. Like, I think, I mean, they're two very different sides, albeit there's a lot of similarities as well. Both teams got on really, really well throughout the series. It was actually a really cool moment at the end of the second test match. Both teams afterwards were out on the field at the Basin Reserve and they were kicking football around and having a couple of quiet drinks together and laughing and joking. And, and he kind of sat back. I, I certainly sat back at one stage and I thought, you know what, this is what the game's all about, you know? You go toe-to-toe yeah. for... For, for well, 10 days, really, um, over the two test matches. And then at the end of it, you sit down, there's a mutual respect there and, and a mutual respect for the game as well that you both come in as competitors. So, look, there's, there's differences. Um, obviously, um, you know, the playing pool within English cricket is, is a lot greater than New Zealand cricket, um, which makes New Zealand's success so remarkable in itself. Um, both teams are littered with world-class players. Obviously, the funding is a little bit different over in the UK as well. There's more pressure in the UK too. Um, but there is also a lot of similarities in how the game itself is played. So mm. there's a couple of different aspects, but, I mean, in the end, it's, it's not too dissimilar, no. Hey, Baz, so good so good to hear your voice, mate. So good to hear your voice. Great to have you back in the country. Um, I've been saving this question for you all morning, actually. Uh, we were trying to come up with oh, nicknames yeah. for, for Izzy, and um, you're the perfect person to ask because your affinity with the breeding industry in New Zealand. He obviously was one of the great racehorses of his generation and has gone on to be one of the great stallions of his time. So do you think Dagabeel, Purindago, Satono Adagan, or Reliable Dag <laughs> is more appropriate? <laughs> what about So You Dag? <laughs> oh, elite! <laughs> so uh, you okay. dig? That's a good yeah. one. Are you not? A, are you a gelding? St- are, you, are you a stallion still or a gelding? That's all. I'm stallion. I'm a stallion, mate. I'm he's still ne- stallion. He's never going to tell you anyway. You ain't gelding this, mate. Knee gelded. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Tennessee probably get overrated. a gelder shortly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. You ain't gouting me, mate. Cannot take my pride away from Dagabeel. So you dig. I love that, Bez. Hey, Bez, are you off? When are you back? When are you, when are you heading away? Uh, not till late, May. I've got a few things to do around here. Watch a bit of racing. Do a few things around the farm. Spend a bit of time with the kids and then off uh, late, May for... For, uh, for the Ashes campaign is. So we'll get an opportunity to catch up, I'm sure. I did enjoy catching nice. up down in Queenstown too. That was great to spend a bit of time with you down there. Oh, it's such a good week. I'm still bloody hurting, let's be completely honest. I've only just come right. That was a big, big <laughs> week with my good friends there at, uh, what do we call it? The Frat House. There we go. The Frat House on the course. It was so good. Thanks very much, Bez. <laughs> we appreciate your time. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll give you a message later on today. Cheers, brother. All right. See you, boys. Cheers, Cheers boys. Bez.